time for a spotlight here on the cruise lines. We haven't talked about the cruise lines in some time. In fact, they rebounded in September while nobody was watching. Ivan Feinseth was watching, Chief Investment Officer at Tigris Financial Partners. Tell me a little bit about this group, how they've been acting throughout this year. They obviously had hurdles during the pandemic, hurdles trying to get people back on board with all the CDC requirements, debt they took on, but now some great bookings going forward, right? Tell me a little bit about what you're seeing. Well, no industry, I think, got hurt more than the cruise industry by the pandemic, and I think no industry will recover greater. Uh, there's a huge pent-up demand to travel, and there's huge demand to cruise. The cruise industry offers consumers the best value for their travel dollar and also helps to overcome any inflationary pressure from alternative vacations. And consumers are shifting back to spending money on travel and experiences, and the cruise industry is well-positioned to benefit from the recovery, from the reopening, from the uh, reduction in um, in COVID requirements as far as vaccines and other mandates. So I think it's full speed ahead for the cruise industry. Yeah, I'm looking at a chart here. I mean, it's not that long ago that Carnival, for example, hit an, a low of $8 and change. And if I put in a three-year chart, it's just not pretty. I mean, there's nothing, um, you know, the pandemic hit, it went to a low of just under $8. But over this whole long time, there were so many people that said to me, I'm buying the cruise lines. They, they really got hit hard from $51 down to $8. Nowhere near $51. I mean, they're coming back, but it feels like an eternity. Well, remember, they were shut down for almost a year and a half. They couldn't operate. And now they are recovering, and they're recovering strongly. And I think that the industry will see a uh, a return to um, growth. And I think we will see uh, revenue in 2023 surpass the record revenue levels of 2019. And I think that the industry... Uh, got better as far as managing costs going through the pandemic. So I think, unfortunately, the debt is going to be a headwind, but I think you're going to see a big recovery in revenue, which will cause an increase in cash flow and allow them to help to pay down this debt. And I think that at some point you can see in 23 to 24, um, these stocks reaching post-pandemic all-time highs in their prices. Really? So you see all-time highs. That's amazing because that would be a big move up. Tell me a little bit about your favorite pick. You have Norwegian as your top pick, right? Yes. I mean, Norwegian is just an incredibly well-run, high-quality company. They have the youngest fleet. They are adding the most number of ships as a percentage of their fleet over the next few years. And I think that their uh, the younger fleet is cheaper to maintain, more fuel efficient. It has more of the must-do activities such as go-karts on these ships. And consumers always want to go on the newest and greatest ship. And Norwegian is well positioned. And the fact that they had a smaller fleet, they had less to maintain and less cash to, you know, need of cash burn during the pandemic. And I think they will see a, the greatest recovery. And I think that Norwegian is best positioned to benefit from the cruise recovery and I think has the biggest opportunity to for the share price to recover. You mentioned the luxury part of Norwegian. And what's interesting, even in retail, the one area that still did very well was luxury, right? Tell me a little bit about Norwegian's luxury. Absolutely, liners. the sweet spot of the cruise industry is the ultra, the luxury and ultra luxury of which Norwegian has a tremendous 
presence in their uh, Regent line and their Oceana line. And those ships have been booking tremendously well. And there is huge demand for consumers that want to spend uh, to have the most, uh, the best crews and the most luxurious crews and spend the most on board their cruises. So the people who pay up for their tickets are the ones who also tend to spend more on other things on the ship, such as spa treatments, um, right. uh, excursions, uh, the casino, retail. So I think that that holds the best opportunity. And I think that Norwegian's offerings it leads the industry. Yeah, and they talked about a stronger pace of bookings um, that they've seen. Tell me a little bit. So the price here is uh, just under $15 for Norwegian. What's your price target there? And what are your price targets on Carnival and Royal Caribbean? So we get a full view. Well, we are in the process of updating our reports and our recommendations and initiating price targets. So we don't have price targets right now, but I do okay. believe that Norwegian has the most upside and represents oh, the best value of the three right now. And what about Carnival and Royal Caribbean? Do you think you'll probably put those in a buy rating or more of a hold rating? Well, my number one pick is Norwegian with a strong buy. We do have buys on right. Carnival and uh, Royal, I think, and to rank them, number uh, Norwegian's number one, Royal is number two. And I mean, the Carnival will benefit from the rising trend in the industry, but I think Carnival does have the most amount of debt, the highest debt costs, and certainly the, uh, the largest fleet, but an older fleet that is in the need of upgrading and will probably require more capital investment in their fleet. So that's why I ranked num Norwegian number one and then Royal number two. Right, right. Ivan, great to see you. Thank you so much. 75 basis points or something different from the Fed? Quickly. I think 75, and I'm hoping okay. for a shift to a more data-driven wait-and-see position because oh. we are seeing, um, you know, certainly a plateau okay. in inflationary pressure, and there is a huge lag time to uh, the Fed action to the uh, when it has an actual effect on the economy, and we are starting to see that. And again, um, we are all hoping that Powell okay. can manage a soft landing and not torpedo the economy by being too overly aggressive in monetary policy. Ivan Feinseth, great to see you. Thank you, Tigris Financial Partners.